This is the GQ Coaches Show. Now, get ready to chop it up with your hosts, Coaches G and Q, for the real talk in sports. Folks, you just heard that intro. What can you do besides call somebody and tell, hey, these guys are back on there on the YouTube channel. So check us out at the GQ Coaches Show, the real talking sports. So you know what, Coach? I tell you what. Let's let's kind of go in reverse what. I know everybody talking football, but let's go ahead and talk about those NBA trades. Now, and i tell you what. Go it's ahead. Been a, it's been a star-studded summer. Shoot. And then just now with uh, media day taking place today with most every franchise in the league, there was some big-time news on yesterday. Um, Drew Holiday mm. was traded from the Portland Trailblazers to the Boston Celtics. But before that took place, there was another big-time trade a couple of days before then. Dame Lillard, who was involved in a three-team t- three trade with the Phoenix Suns, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Portland Trailblazers. He's landed in Milwaukee. He's going to be playing alongside Giannis, the Greek freak. So, hey, we better lace him up tight and get ready because the NBA season is going to be star-studded and it's going to be packed. So let's go. Let's get ready. Put your sneakers on and lace them up. i tell you what. Now, that, that was a big-time deal. And somebody says, what? And here's the thing. So the Celtics go after Drew Holiday. Yes, sir. Now, they go after him, number one, what is, is, is it just to be able to run the offense, uh, to take the ball out of um, uh, Tatum's hands because, you know, Shaka Smart, who I thought was, you know, solid in defense, kind of a tough edge guy. Uh, but then now I'm thinking Drew Holiday can look – he, he can look the dish, but then also uh, he, 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 can, uh, he can score what he needs to be. But here's my thing. What are you going to do when you got Brown and Tate? To me, Brown and Tatum play so much alike. They're so similar. Uh, what's, your, what's your take on that? What's the solution to that situation? Well, I tell you what, they're very similar. And plus, um, Brown just signed, what, a Supermax contract Whew. as well. So guess what? Those guys are going to be together for a little while. So you got to make it work. But what, what baffles me in, in regards to Boston? Um, Right after they made made it to the um, conference finals, um, you traded away Marcus Smart. Mm. I didn't understand that. You know, I didn't understand that deal. And now 
now you've went back out and you got Drew Holiday, who's more of a pure point guard, and he can score when he needs to, and he can lock you down. He's one of the best defensive guards in the league. He's 33 years old now, but I still think he can get it done. But you're top heavy. Your starting five is great. When you look at uh, Boston's starting five, you're thinking about Drew Holiday. That's right. You're thinking about Derek White, who's yep. an outstanding defender. They're going to lock you down in the backcourt in Boston, so get ready. But both kids can score. Then you got Tatum and Brown. Tatum is playing a power forward. Jalen Brown's playing a small. They're interchangeable. Then you brought in Christoph Porzingis. You signed him to a three-year, $60 million deal. He's going to be your center, but he's been injury-prone. But now look at your bench. You traded away Robert Williams and, and Malcolm Brogdon, who was the sixth man of the year last year. That's that's a big loss. How do you recover from that? You got Peyton Pritchard, who's going to be coming off the bench um, to play one of the backup guard spots. You also have, have Al Horford. Al Horford is getting a little long in the tooth, ladies and gentlemen. He's getting old. So what are you going to do as far as your bench? I still don't think Boston can beat Milwaukee in a seven-game series. I'm not sure they'll beat Miami in a seven-game series, but we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens, but I believe Milwaukee is, um, is better suited to get to the NBA Finals because of their bench. Well, you know what? I agree with you wholeheartedly. And you know me, and you know me for years. The NBA, yes, the NBA, if you don't build your team to win a seven-game series, I'm not caring about, I'm not caring about beating you tonight on a Monday night. I've got to beat you in a seven-game series. So what I'm meaning is you gotta you gotta build a team for the playoffs. Regular season, yeah, I get all of that, and you can do whatever and how they got it structured, and so many teams can get in. But what's your bench going to do? Like you said, you get rid of uh, Malcolm Brogdon. You know, what a heck of a player. Then now you turn around and go, well, well we're going to trade you. So now you trade him, you bring in Drew Holiday. What's the ba- And then you got the China doll who's bounced from Dallas. He's been in D.C. Now he's in Boston. Can he stay healthy? And I'm talking about Porzingis. And and that's the whole thing is and now you trade away was the you trade away the big Williams went didn't he didn't yeah. you you let um Grant Williams go earlier in a trade and you also traded away Robert Williams who was your shot blocking big defender solid defender so now who guards Joel Embiid and who guards Giannis and it's not going to be Al Horford because he's too busy sit, sitting up there shooting that raggedy three I mean I'm just saying <laughs> right. But I'm like, who who told Al Horford that he's a three point shooter? And I get it, that, and it's just like, it, it, right? And then so he's taking those shots. Is that not a deuce from somebody else, or is that who would you rather take the jump? Would you rather have Brown or Tatum taking that shot, or you rather have Al Horford taking that shot? I don't know, but it shouldn't be Al Horford. Yeah, but it's oh, and then Damian Leonard. I'm thinking, okay, so you bring in Damian Leonard, so now the Celtics. They've got to turn back around and says, who's going to guard Leonard when we play them? It's probably going to be Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. It's got to be Drew Holiday. You know, so the same thing. So uh, Giannis is going to have to get the ball out of his hands. Now you turn around. Now they're going to go uh, bring in Leonard. Now the the question is, is the health as it relates to Milwaukee? Because I think that's what's caused them. Because when Middleton's not playing, I don't care what Giannis does. I didn't care what Drew does. Lopez, again, he's thinking he's a three-point shooter. But if you didn't have uh, Middleton, who was the glue when they won the championship, and he's been basically hurt the last two seasons. So, t- 
to me, he's still going to be the glue. And how do those guys get to playing with uh, somebody that can, can can get you buckets and land it? And he's going to want to take the last shot. That Giannis has got to understand, okay, I think they go back to the point of saying, okay, here's the deal. If What caused them to win the championship? For him stop to shoot the three. When he stopped shooting the three and got in the paint, they went on to cut down the nets. So if, he, if they can get that straight in the first half of the season, I think they'll be golden. And matter of fact, they're going to be playing in a couple of weeks. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm ready. Let's get, let's get locked and loaded because the season is here. It's upon us. I mean, and, and you know, you had some other trades late, uh, earlier in the offseason with Brad Bill going to the Phoenix Suns. So they're going to be different. You know, uh, Reggie Bullock just asked for, got to buy out from the San Antonio Spurs. So they're going to be definitely suitable contenders looking to get Reggie Bullock. I think the Boston Celtics need to really try to get him in town, in Beantown, bring Reggie Bullock. You get another shooter on the floor. Um, but Milwaukee's definitely going to be in, in the works of trying to get Reggie Bullock as well. So we'll see what happens. And then DeAndre Ayton, he went to the Portland Trailblazers. Yes, sir, which is... um. Because there was the waters was troubled in Phoenix with DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns. For some reason, yes. him and Monty Williams just did not get along. Something was there. Something was really there. Right, because in that a year before, the kid was like he was just playing his tail off, and yes. then all of a sudden, it's like somebody took him behind the woodshed, and he was just like he was a shadow of himself this past season. So you know, best of luck uh, as he moves on uh, to Portland and be able to get the things done up there. So, with that, let's go ahead and shift on over. I know uh, the college basketball scene, they rocking and rolling. Uh, I know uh, my guys, they lost uh, their, one of their freshmen and went down with uh, ACL, so he's out for the season. I'm talking about those Pitt Panthers, but Coach Capel, I'm sure he's just going to lock and reload and be able to go back. And so, of course, he's got Blake Henson. He's got the Twins, and Federico Federico is back. He did – uh, he, he didn't make the Finland team, but he he went out for his, his home uh, country to play in the the, 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 uh, the over the summer. Uh, he's gotten stronger. They brought in some nice new pieces, a couple guys transfer portal, uh, you know. But again, little little thin in the backcourt. So those guys and they're talented, but they're thin, you know. So when you lose that backcourt with Burton, who was all ACC, uh, and them guys, I'll tell you what, they could shoot it, man. I, and that's what I loved about it. And I'll kick it over to you after I say this right here. Man, what a great season last year, just shooting that tray ball, man. It was just like they come down and all them dudes had the green light, man. When they were on, they were on and popping. Your thoughts? What's going on? I know you got something brewing in Chapel Hill. Yeah, i tell you what. Um, I, 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 I still got a bad taste in my mouth with the Pitt Panthers. We, for some reason, we can't <laughs> And I, I need for us to come this year and knock off the Pitt Panthers. But, you know, brewing in Chapel Hill. We lost seven players to the transfer portal. Wow. Transfer portal. We're bringing back four key guys, but we also brought in some um, some great talent from the portal. Um, Cormac Ryan, who's a fifth-year senior coming from Notre Dame, he's going to be absolutely big, I think, for Uber Davis and the Tar Heels. Also, Harrison Ingram from out of Stafford. Um, Tar Heels recruited him coming out of high school, almost landed him, but he ended up choosing Stafford over us. But Hubert Davis was able to get him to come to Chapel Hill, as long as uh, along with Jalen Withers from Louisville. I think they're going to help the Tar Heels. But the glue is back. R.J. Davis, Armando Bacot, they're they're returning along with sophomores Jalen Washington and Seth Triple. But as long as we can build around R.J. Davis and Armando 
Oh, man. So it sounds like Coach Quick is dialed in. I, I checked that ACC schedule. I said, I think it's uh, – I think Carolina goes to Pittsburgh. I don't know when that game is, but uh, I might have to circle that one on the calendar and uh, and, and and make a make a trip and and make a trip up there. And if I do, man, we might have, I might have to be in the peak, man, and go in there and say, man, give me one of these rooms so I can do a show while I'm uh, while I'm traveling. But listen, man, that that's a that. That's right, man. Watch out, man. Let me go to the matter of fact. I'll take some peanuts up in that joint, be feeding them, man. But isn't that that's that that's good? And we won't, you know, we we're not gonna get anchored deep knee deep in college basketball. But we just wish everybody that's out there on the grind, uh, getting ready to work. The freshmen that are out in organizations and playing, you know, we challenge you guys to step up to the plate, play the game at a high level because it is major college basketball. And you know what? Uh, they gonna be tipping off real real soon. And I am planning in getting it in, and we know when we hit hoop season, we're gonna have some guests on. We'll do, you know, we'll have them right here on our new platform uh, on the uh, excuse me on the YouTube channel. So just stay tuned, check us out. But listen, we gotta go to Boulder, Colorado. Yes, sir. We gotta go, and you know what I gotta do. I, I, here's to all your fans, quick, because your fans are my fans. Yes, sir. We're gonna break it up. One day we're gonna come in and we're gonna do a show. And we're going to have our Stetsons on. We're going to put us some shades on. And we're going to make it pop. But what a heck of a game. And, and, and think about it. If they would have had a couple nice plays in the first half, they could have done some things. Your thoughts? I agree. Those kids didn't give up. They could have very well laid down. And USC probably could have put 70 up on them. But they came out in the fourth quarter. They showed some fight. Coach Prime put in some of his young guys. He had to see what he got with those kids. And, man, he had some talent. I'm here to tell you, and they fought hard, got back, and almost had a chance to win the ball game. You know, lost by a touchdown, but the kids played hard. I got to give it to Coach Brian and his staff. Whatever they told them after halftime, man, they got to be absolutely proud of their kids. I tell you, man, when that freshman, and this, now here's the crazy thing, 196 yards, right, and the yeah. touchdown, and that's the first time he touched the field all season. I said, what? I said, now you bring him back, and you lying here. Can you imagine? And they say, put Hunt on one side and put him on the I ain't doing that. I'm lining both them dudes up on the same side. I'm going to put Horn on the other side, and then they'll be like, what you going to do? As a matter of fact, I may run Horn or Travis Hunter out of the backfield and just shake them all up, right? And they'll be like, what are you doing? But I'm telling you what, if they keep rocking and rolling what they're doing, I'm telling you what, you, me and Coach Quick going to be in Boulder, Colorado, doing the show selling some hot dogs after the game because we're trying to get our pockets full just like Coach Dion Primetime Sanders. And here's the thing, right? And the naysayers are saying what they want to say. But I follow it every day, Coach. And before we jumped on the air tonight, I had to go there. So I typed it in. And who's on the sideline coaching up these receivers but T.O.? Terrell Owens. Had his gloves on, had his workout gear. I said, now he – and then guess who's on the sideline Saturday? There's Warren Sapp. Right, and then I'm just sitting here, and hats off to Skip Bayless, Keyshawn, as well as Michael Urban, and as they were talking during the pregame on, uh, I think it was under, uh, un, 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 the Skip Bayless show, uh, yeah, undisputed. And, and hats off to those guys, Coach Prime Data, he stopped by, but yeah, man, I tell you what. And then now this Saturday, they're on the road, uh, so again taking the show on the road. I think they got Arizona State. Uh, they don't. They don't play at twelve, but of course, you know they're gonna be on television, so everybody can get 
what they need to do and get it right. So I'm going to roll with those uh, Colorado Buffs. But just, yeah, again, man, just hats off to everything that they're doing, the continuity, and the, and the message is this. Just my challenge to everybody with Coach Prime, don't get caught up in the sunglasses. Don't get caught up in the bling because that's who he is. That's who he's always created. Listen to what he's saying. You send me a boy and I'll send you a man. And Coach Quick and I, and we've been, we, we've not bandwagon riders of Colorado because we had Todd Austin on the show right after he signed with Colorado. Right when yeah, right when he signed. So we're there. We and again when I said that we're there. We've been with Colorado since they since they signed him. So we've been, you know, in in tune, in tracking. So we, we just wish him continued success. And I saw a photo today, Coach. He had the top three high school guys from the state of Michigan. All of them was on the field today, and all of them had they, they were doing their photo thing. So all of them was on the field and all of them had their Colorado gear on. That's and I'm like, holy, right? So if that's going on and you got that kind of stuff in there, so hats off to Coach Prime. You, your boys had the weekend off, so I saw uh, I saw Coach McBride. He was on the chill on another show, so I was like, oh, Car- oh, Carolina must have a bye. But how about the Duke Blue Devils letting Notre Dame off the hook? Your yeah, thoughts? Man, I tell you what, heck of a ball game. You know, Duke came, they brought it. Notre Dame brought it. Duke had them. They had them right there within the grass. And, uh, you know, they let Notre Dame walk in for a walk-off touchdown. But the sad part about that game is the kid, Riley Leonard, quarterback from Duke, he was injured um, when he had a chance to go down to lead Duke back down the field to win the ball game. But once he got sacked, ended up getting hurt. That was it for the Duke Blue Devils' chances. So we wish him Godspeed and um, getting healthy as soon as possible. I read something today that said he has a realistic chance of returning later this month. Oh, that's good. That's, that's, that's outstanding because I, I thought that he had towards Achilles on the play, but it seems like it's just a high ankle sprain. But be careful with that kid bringing him back because that high ankle sprain could turn into three to six weeks from six to eight weeks. So you got to be careful bringing that kid back. What's up? This is Mike Vick, and you listen to the GQ Coaching Show. Hey, this is Pete Chilka, North Carolina Tar Heel and NBA champion. You're listening to the GQ Coaching Show. This is John Eisenberg, author of Rocket Men, the black quarterbacks who revolutionized pro football. And you are listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports. Hey, this is Chris Patola, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show on the real talk in sports. That's exactly right. Hey, so what we're going to do, we're going to step away. And, yep, that's the that's the problem right there. So we have a little technical difficulties. The weather's bad on my end. So what we're going to do is we're going to see if we can't fix this quick audio problem and see if we can't get right back with you guys. So give us a give us a second and see if we can't get if we can't get back in the in the group of things. And let's see what we got uh, what we got flowing here. Let's see. Coach Quick, you there? I can't hear you. And then your phone called me. Okay. Yeah, because that's what I had. To, uh, can you hear me now? Uh, okay. All right. So let me go up here and let me see if we can't do something real quick here. All right. Testing, testing. You got me? I got you on your phone. But you you can't hear me through the mic. Yes. 
Yes, I can, but I can't hear you through Zoom. Oh, you can't hear me through Zoom. Okay, so what I'm going to do then, let me flip over here and go this way right here. And da 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 da. Let me go this way. How about now? You got me now? Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm going to probably need you to hang your phone up so I okay. can. Okay. All right. Let me do that. And all right. I'm off the phone. You got me? Okay. No, I, can, I can't hear you. So let me go in here and. Uh, I got. Wait a minute. Go ahead. I can hear you now. I got you now. Yep. So, uh, folks, sorry about that. And what what I'll do is, uh, and again, sometimes we just have that uh, happen, and that's just what happens in the world of technology. So, I got uh, Coach Quick. I think he's me. He's back in. I just don't have you audio, Coach. I mean, video. There we go. All right, Coach. Yes, sir. Coach Quick is back in. So you know what? Hey, things like that happen, but it's all good because we can go in and uh, and the powers of editing. We can make uh we can make that we can make that happen. But those are the things that happen. So we were talking about the Duke University Blue Devils and versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame is just and you know, their coach does a fantastic job. So we wish them continued success, uh, rocking and rolling. But in college football, what is your take, Coach, as it relates to the Clemson Tigers? Are they? What's the problem? I'm just gonna put it that. What 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 what? what I know Dabo he didn't eat. He's not a guy that he likes to dibble in um, the portal. Honestly, I think that could be the issue. I think he needs to to think about going to the portal and getting some other talent. Cause, and he's lost some talented kids to the portal. I mean, the quarterback that's out at Oregon State, he had him as a starter for much of the year last year. And so losing that kid to me is big time. I the the kid he has playing quarterback now, Clubbick, he he's very talented. He's very talented, but Clemson is missing something. The wide receivers are not as good as they they've been in the past, in my opinion. So I think that could be part of the issue with with the Clemson Tigers right now. You know, and 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 everybody's got their opinion about the portal, but I'm telling you what. If you ain't pumping, you know, four-star, five-star, just like the kid that played at Colorado, now forgive me for not having uh, his name right in front of me, uh, but he scored, uh, well, excuse me, 196 yards, set a record for Colorado freshman. He was a four-star, and the kid was on the sideline because they said he just, and they, and they answered, because he just, he wasn't getting it done. So basically what happened is, this, okay, let's put him out there, and boom. The lights was on and he showed up. Now what he's got to do is make take that. Don't be a gamer. Now he's got to roll that over into practice. And I'm still a line from Allen Iverson, which you know he's always missed. That whole saying has been misquoted, so we just going to misquote him again tonight. Practice, practice. But guess what? That ain't happening because that's the thing that they have to realize is that, number one, when you get, it's got to be a transferable skill. What I get done Monday through Thursday dictates if I'm going to touch the field on Saturday. And I think from again, listening, that has always been his issue is he just was not getting it done Monday through Thursday, which wasn't transitioning to him getting on the field Saturday. But I think once they went to that locker room and guys weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing, they made a change. And this kid went out there and he showed it, showed off. And just like the other defensive back, he got out there and he showed off after, you know, he was having problems not getting it done like he was supposed to be getting it done. Uh, but uh, again, he was a five star and he was struggling. 
And now here's the four star. He jumped in and he knocked it down. So, uh, you know, Coach Coach Wendy's got to figure it out. And some not, and, and I'm just not calling him out. Some of these other coaches got to figure it out because everybody else does. Your thoughts? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, some of these kids are very talented, but they got to – hey, to me, you practice – you play how you practice. That's so it. you got to bring it in practice. And if if you do that, you're going to get an opportunity to play. But like like you said, Coach Prime went in at halftime. He needed something. He needed a spark from his team. So he went out and got the freshman to come in and play. And the kid ended up with 196 yards. You know what? So there, there go to show you there's talent there. Oh, that's right. I mean, think, man, said he was where? So he never touched the field. His first catch was like a 60-some yard pass. Yes, he, sir. Well, where's he been? But, and again, that just shows you when they uncap everything, they get a couple. Here's the thing what I think he needs real quick. He needs two guards. Yes, sir. He needs a nose tackle. He needs a solid, another solid linebacker and give me uh, two tackles. And then I want, I want me a big corner. When I say big corner, I want me like a six, three corner. Yeah, then, absolutely. Right. And I get Travis over there. But then what you do, you take that other corner and you put him on the opposite side. And now guess what? Now you create almost like a Palomalu, if you will, in Travis Hunter. And then move him to free safety and let that joker just roam. Not just knock down corner, move him out and just let him roam the field. Because his speed over the top and anything in the flats. So, again, you know what? I might have to send that out there, man. I'm just clowning. But that's just my <laughs> take. So, what we're going to do with the remaining time, we're going to transition over to the NFL. Coach Quick, i tell you what. The best game of the day, in my opinion, yesterday, was the Washington Commanders and the Migos. You guys came up a little short, but one heck of a run to come back out after Buffalo kind of opened it up on you the week before. Hats off to the entire staff, the players, to come and to go to overtime. What a game. Because my Steelers stunk it up, and I'll talk about that, but I'm going to give you this moment to talk about the commanders and your thought process on that game yesterday. Hey, I tell you what, we came out, we showed a lot of fight, showed a lot of heart to bounce back from that shellacking that we took from the Buffalo Bills the week prior. But the one thing I will say, the future is bright in Washington. The future is bright, new ownership. And ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here first on on the GQ Coaches podcast. Hey, the Washington Commanders have found them a quarterback and Sam Howe. Yeah. Sam Howe is Good. the real deal. You know he's what? the real deal. And I and I'll be honest with you. Go ahead. Be I honest honestly believe that pass to Terry McLaurin. McLaurin was in bounds. He was on top of the kid's hand. He was in bounds to me. So yeah. in my opinion, hey, I'm not gonna cry over spilled milk though. But I believe he was in balance. Right. And I'm going to say, and that's the part of the thing is he came down on the guy's hand. Yes, sir. So if he comes down and the guy's hand is in bounds and my hand, my foot is on his hand, now it'd be different if, if my arm's out of bounds and I come down on your arm and your arm's out of bounds. But you, I mean, what if, if that guy doesn't slip, if his arm doesn't slip off and get underneath, that's a completed pass and move the change. And they probably walk away with a dub, right? Absolutely. So, because number one, the Eagles and the bonehead play. First of all, when they score a touchdown and that guy got up and he put the ball right beside the other guy, hats off for the official 
throwing a flag and call, you know, give them taunting. So now it's you know, so get get the penalty now. Washington ends up on the short end, short field, and they go down and, and they did what they should have done, punched it in. But again, and also I got to give a shout out, and uh, I got to call the Steelers organization and let them know that guess what? We either got to go and go get Eric Bieniemy, and we got to be able to go get this guy and be because I tell you what, the dude calls a monster game. Right. Yes. Sir. And same thing. And I was talking to my brother Earl. I said, man, if you don't go get, first of all, you let Eric be enemy. Go. Where's Brian left with Brian left, which was the OC when Tom Brady was in uh, Tampa Bay. So where's Brian left, which calling play Steelers. I'm calling all of y'all. I'm, I'm, t- I'm done. Right. I'm going to go ahead and cover this right here. Cause we, we got about nine minutes to go, but here's the thing, coach. I'm sitting here yesterday. I got in from church, man. I'm fired the team. I'm saying coach quick hooked me up with a nice gift. So I'm sitting back. I'm chilling. And all of a sudden, I look at the stat, and it says 17 yards in the whole quarter of the NFL game. I sat there, and I said to myself, I said, self, myself said, hmm? I said, <laughs> I can't endure this no more. I got my time is too bad, but, Coach, when I get, you know, I'm, I'm closing in on uh, 57 years old, and I'm like, I am not going to sit here no more the rest of my life, and just hope and pray. And then we go, I think, the halftime score, and I look back, it was like 16 nothing. I'm like, you know, I, I don't do it, man. I just got to turn the TV off, and I got to be – I had to learn how to do that. I had to be disciplined to say, when they lay in the egg, I ain't going to be part of the egg party. I ain't going to sit there and whine and complain. Let me go do something else. It's different if we in the ball game. It's different if we giving the effort. But yesterday, I'm sitting here going like, are you kidding me? And then watch this, and I'm gonna get off my soapbox. They get in that fourth down and one, and you're in the shotgun. How? How do you get in the shotgun and then fourth and one, and then you lose your quarterback? So you know what? I'd be like, and like Mike, Mike Tomlin said, Mike said, they said, somebody you gonna make some changes? He said, uh, and he used a couple of choice words, and they said, yeah, there's gonna be some changes. But how do you? Fourth and one, and you're in the NFL, and you get you the back in the stock. And I'm just sitting there going like, and I didn't see it live. If I did, I, I might not. I might have been at Best Buy buying a new TV today. But I'm like, it fourth and one, and you're in the shotgun, and your quarterback get hurt. You you you're supposed to be mad enough to walk in there and just resign. <laughs> I'm giving me. I, I know he ain't gonna do it, but you think I call a play like that? I'm supposed to walk up and say, Coach, quick. I let the whole organization down, and I called a stupid play. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and step away from being an offensive coordinator because that play, who who calls that? That's who ridiculous. Makes that who makes that call? And I'm like, okay, so Tomlin, you hearing that, in your, and I'm going to call you out, Mike. As much as I like you, as much as I respect you, how do you sit there and you hear that in your headset and don't reach up and say, give me a timeout, and be like, hold, and I pull the mic down like this, and I'd be like, now, all right, let's, let's have a little quick scenario. So, Coach Quick, if I'm if I'm the head coach and you the OC and I'm putting you on the spot, you call that, I'm gonna be like, what, what you what you just call? Whatever play it was, whatever play, and you come out there and that quarterback four and one, and he and, and and all of a sudden I look at down the field and the quarterback and the shotgun. No, I'm throwing the challenge flag, I'm throwing the Gatorade cooler, I'm throwing everything at, right. I'm gonna even throw the down mark out there, right? They're gonna be like, What what are you doing? How do you sit there and you call that? And you got a job. It's almost like last week when we talked about when they went, I can't remember, oh, Minnesota. No, not yeah, No, no, not Minnesota. Uh, San Diego. You go for it on your own 24-yard line, and you don't get it. 
And I'm like, what are you doing? Right? Now, that's what people are talking about. Uh, your guys today, of course, they try, you know, everybody Monday morning quarterback and Coach Rivera said, why didn't you go for two? I don't need to go for two when I've been playing with you all day long. Now, if I'm 0-5 and, and I got you on the ropes and I just scored a touchdown, yeah, I'm going to go for two because I know I can't beat you in overtime. But y'all had y'all had dominated, so you should have went on, kicked the extra point, and went into overtime. And like you said, if the ruling would have been different and his foot would have been in, you guys would have got that dub. What a big win. So, again, hats off to your guys. Just tremendous, tremendous. Now, who y'all got this coming week? We got Chicago on Thursday night oh. at home. So, you know, turn around, short week. But, hey, nothing to hang our heads about. Let's go into this game. Be positive. Let's go and see if we can get our defense to stop somebody this time because the last few ball games, teams have scored, put up 30-plus points on us. So yeah. let me see if my defense can show up to help my offense out this week and, and get this dub on Thursday night against the Chicago Bears. Well, but, Coach G, I got a couple yeah. of things. Go ahead. Number one, what are your thoughts on Terry Bradshaw saying that Mike Tomlin is not a good coach? Well, he, well here's the thing, right? They say that when they lose. They don't say that. Yes, sir. It's always when they lose. So in that, okay, Bradshaw. So my thing is this, who, who are you going to bring in again? You know what? Is it time? I don't know. If you want them to go, let, let them roll. Okay. Because my whole thing is this, who's out there that you want as your head coach? Who's out there to understand? So guess what? You want to make a change, make a change. Like I tell you coach quick, I'm throwing, I'm throwing my hands up, right? Whatever happens in Steel City happens, just like one of my buddies was talking about. Man, we had a great preseason. And I'm like, look here, man, that's preseason, dude. That right. means what? That means what, right? That don't get that. I, I, can score, I can score 50 in the closet, right, by myself. And they said, that guy needs to go to the NBA. No. So if, they, if Mike Tomlin needs to go, you know what? Fine. But then you're going to see that it doesn't translate from the head coach. It goes over to what? It goes over I to the players. What, what coach? Yes, sir. Coach Brown, I can never coach in the NFL. So, uh, so here's my question to to back to Bradshaw is to say, okay, uh, was Chuck Noll a good coach? Because y'all didn't win, y'all didn't win. Okay. You got Joe Green, right? Y'all didn't start winning till you got Lambert and Noll. Uh, I mean Lambert and Webster and Swan and Star Wars. But with Chuck Noll was there when y'all was owing whatever. But you got to have players, and you got to have players that will respond. People say, well, the head coach, well, guess what? It's a different time and age, right? Absolutely. Come in, and, that's the, and that's why I think some of these guys that's commentating, again, like Bradshaw was my guy. He was my, he, he was my guy growing up. Bottom line to it is, it may be time for somebody to show him the door, right? And then somebody said, what do you mean? Because you start, you start aging out. You lose the perspective that you, don't, you can't coach like you did years ago. And that's the thing. And it's not about the coaching carousel and say, well, we're we going to change coaches, but who are you going to get? Right? Somebody right. says, well, this guy, okay, fine. But then when that guy don't win, then what you going to do? You got to be able to stop and say, first of all, you get an offensive coordinator in there because Canada, he, he shouldn't have came back this year. Especially nah. Ben finishes. Oh, no, well, no, no, excuse me. Ben's gone. You get, you turn around and you start Mitch and then now you bring this guy in. Um, and now he's hurt, and now you turn around and you keep Canada. But again, you want to blame Tomlin? You want to put some skates on him? You fire Mike Tomlin today. That dude, that dude, be coaching Thursday night somewhere. Absolutely. Question, question number two. Yep. Is Kenny Pickett your guy? 
Uh, on, on first take, Shannon Sharp don't think so. Here's the thing. He he may be homegrown, and he may be homegrown because he's from Pittsburgh, and they just going to just lay all the eggs in his basket. But see, here's the thing. There's too many solid, good quarterbacks that are that are out there to where he should have had a little more time in grade. Me, I, I and just like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have put Trubisky in. I'd have put Rudolph in because he's been there. Yeah, he understands. I mean, Trubisky came in, in in the short term interim, and he may not be the guy. And um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it, it's a lot going on, man. Your offensive line is not. He may be the guy. He may Pickett may be the guy upright if he's got a solid line, but we don't have a solid line. He ain't gonna be the guy, and I'm, I'm, you know, that's a great question, and I'm not trying to throw the guy under the bus, but he may not be the guy. Right, and and I agree with you, Coach G. It's all about your offensive line. Uh, your your quarterback is only gonna be as good as your offensive line is. Uh, just like USC, what what makes the guy USC? Because he got time. You put you yes, put, sir. You put Shadul behind that line. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, goodness gracious. I'll leave that alone, but you got to have the line. And you're right. You, you ask, you ask Emmett Smith, you ask all great running backs, you got to have a line. If you ain't got a line, I don't care who you are, man. You, you ain't going to get no yards. Okay. That's hey, right. I just looked at the timer and they said they're giving us the, they're giving us the old hand signal that we're down under a minute. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to make these closing comments and kick it to you. Bottom line, this is Coach Goins. We are absolutely loving our new format, Coach Quick is the mastermind behind all of this. He's brewed it up, cooked it up, and now we're coming to you. And it's so cool to sit here and chop it up across. So make sure you check out our podcast. Coach Quick, I'll kick it to you. Yes, sir. Coach G, I'm enjoying this as well. Our new um, format via Zoom, YouTube. Let's get it. And now, check us out next week. For Coach Goins, myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the locker room. You have been listening to the GQ Coaches Show with Coaches G and Goss, the real talk in sports.